So you want to sell your home, but you don't know what to do with all of your stuff. Things that you want to keep, furniture that you want to have when you move to your new location. And you may want to find areas that you could put your stuff in while you're staging your home. So just how do you manage all of that stuff? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about some packing techniques and other ways that you can store your stuff. Getting discounts on storage units and storage locations around your local area. You may be surprised what's out there and what's available to you, especially during the, 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 the times that you're trying to find places for your stuff. Selling your home for sale by owner is a great experience, but it can also be a little bit nerve-wracking if you're trying to struggle with what to do with all of your stuff, especially if you're trying to declutter. Now, this would happen if you're trying to sell your home for sale by owner or sell it with a real estate agent. So these tips, they will apply to both. So stay tuned, but first, this intro. Hi, this is Steve Klein with the Fizbo Smarts Podcast, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for sale by owner as it relates to real estate that you own an investment property or your personal home or residence so that you can learn techniques that can save you literally tens of thousands of dollars on your next home sale and allow you to become Fizbo Smart. Aha, it's November 2021. I'm actually recording this uh, at a different date, but by the time this airs, it will be November 10th. 2021. And I'm having a really great time seeing all the fall colors and all the wonderful places. If you guys uh, have a chance to hike in your local area, hopefully you're seeing a lot of the fall colors. At least it's fall here in in, uh, where, where I live. And it's just, it's just something that's really special. It's a time to reflect. And I, I felt like this, this episode here about what to do with your stuff, you know, it kind of falls along that line. You know, it's, it's like when you pack for the winter, when you kind of go through the, the, the cleaning, you do spring cleaning. I don't know if you, any of you out there do fall cleaning, but sometimes, you know, it's just kind of nice to take that quiet time and reflect as the, as the leaves are falling, uh, where, where I live, it's, it rains a lot during this season. So, uh, you get the rain happening, which by the way, probably isn't a good, uh, experience moving in the rain. I've done that a few times, actually even moved in the snow, if you can believe that. But more about that later, the storage units. So I wanted to talk about moving and storage units and all of that stuff because it's really important to kind of get that cleared and honed in on before you even start the for sale by owner process. Now, I said before how important it is to get your home staged, to get your home prepared. And and that is true. I mean, we need to do all of those things. Part of that, though, is preparing what you're going to do with your stuff once you have taken it out of your living room. So for example, I think one of the episodes in the past, I've, I've, I alluded to, you need to declutter. You need to remove these things out of your living room and your dining room and make sure that it looks open in wide open spaces, right? I mean, you want to leave some furniture. You don't want to leave it empty unless you're truly not there already and you've moved on to your new home. But if you live there or if, uh, if this is a rental and you have furniture, stage it. Do whatever you can to stage it. Follow those tips in the previous episode. Go back on that and listen to that one. But what I want to talk about is where to put your stuff, right? Because part of it is if you live there, if you live in the house and you want to show your house and you want to present it in a a way that people can imagine their own stuff there, you want to take out that extra sectional. You want to 
you want to leave something there, but you don't want to have over wall-to-wall furniture. So you know your home better than I do. So just make that assessment yourself and make a list of the things that you want to take out. And I'm assuming you did that if you listened to your into the last episode that we did. So going forward, where do we put our stuff? Well, the best thing that you can do is if you have a spare area in your garage, if you have a garage. Now, people are forgiving about garages, just to let you know. I mean, my garage is usually clean, but right now, I'll be honest with you, it's cluttered. I haven't been able to get in there for like three or four months, and I know that sounds bad, because the garage, at least for a guy, for me anyway, it, it could be your domain, right? Like you can go in there, and as a, us guys, we feel like, oh, you know, manly man, you know, let's go and work on the garage. But the truth is, you life happens, you know, things happen in your life. You're not able to always get to the things that you want to do, the honeydew lists that you wanted to get to, you may not get to. So in a way, you want to make sure that you can declutter and get the things out of the, the home. That's the, the main point. And if someone goes in the garage and they see, say, maybe you have a double car garage, for example, and one of the areas of the garage is clean, the other one's dirty. And I had that exa- ex- exact example with my mom's house because I hadn't lived there in a number of years. I owned the home with her, but we needed to sell it. And there was a lot of boxes on one side of the garage. And I said, well, here's the garage and there's a lot of space here. But as you can see over there, we we haven't had a chance to clean that up yet. People are really forgiving about stuff like that. And so don't get caught up in, you know, the garage has to be immaculate. Now, that being said, this goes into my second tip is if you can do this, if you can budget this, and if at all possible, rent a storage unit. Assess the space that you have of stuff. And this might be an art more than a than a direct science, because when you look at your stuff and you sort of eyeball it or measure it, it could be deceiving because you may need a little bit more than what you're thinking or a little bit less. I rented a, a storage unit that had that what I thought was not enough space, and it was actually ample space. I could have even fit a little bit more. So just do what you can to best measure out your space. And what I would suggest is uh, measuring the length and width and the height. And then when you multiply those together, you get a square footage. Now, a lot of the storage units, if you say, hey, my area is this by this by this, they will automatically tell you what storage unit they have that will fit those needs. And it may be a little bit of a shopping spree that you have to do. You'll have to call around in different storage units. You may even have to go in there and and visit them. Now, there's storage units, at least in my area, and I don't know if this is true with yours, but some of them have indoor-only storage units. Some of them have uh, indoor storage units with elevators, like multiple levels. Some are just the old-fashioned, like, all outdoor storage units, like a garage you back up to and, and, uh, and put your stuff in there. Some will have locks that you have to purchase from them, or you can use your own lock. Some of them have gated. A lot of them have gates where they have special access codes to protect your stuff. So that's important. And what I would suggest is measuring it out, but also measure out the furniture that you're going to be storing there, especially if you're going to stage your home and you don't have room in your garage. Or if you want to even clean your garage out so it looks more spacious. This is a great technique. And I'll tell you, our storage unit, we went around and researched it quite a bit, quite heavily, in fact, right before we 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 actually purchased one, we rented one. And it ended up being only around, I think it was a couple hundred dollars, like $221. But there was some near, 
a little bit farther. The one we got was a little bit closer, a little bit nearby our house. But the one that was a little bit farther was 175. So we decided, well, you know, it's not going to be that much of a time that we're going to hold this storage unit, which actually was a mistake. By the way, let me, I'll talk, I'll come back to that in a second. But we we paid, it was $221 and it was like the best storage unit. We, we, it was really close in. We were able to come up, enter the code and just drop off things. And it was really nice. As we went along though, it became apparent that we had to get a little bit better on organizing our stuff because it was like boxes that were like upon boxes and I wasn't putting the right boxes on the bottom. So by the way, heavier boxes should go on the bottom because if you put them on the top, they'll start squishing the boxes in the middle and then you have the leaning tower of Pisa in your storage unit. That's something that you don't want. You don't want the leaning tower of Pisa in your storage unit. You want it to be uh, straight as you as you can. So when you're, li- you're literally stacking boxes, you want to be really careful, especially if you have like collectibles or breakables. China, you know, it wouldn't be good to put into a cardboard box that's going to collapse. You might want to get a sturdy sturdier box more sturdy box sturdier is that a word anyway so you get my point the point is always look for the storage unit that's going to be close convenient and affordable for you second really plan it out and i would say we thought we were only going to be in the storage unit for six months well it ended up being a year actually over a year and here's another tip Make sure that the storage unit, as much as you can, isn't going to change in the next year or two. And here's the reason. Halfway through us having our stuff there, we got a notice saying that they were moving us to another storage unit because of a, a um, I think it was a construction that was needed because of a fire marshal. It wasn't a violation, but they wanted to bring their facility up to code and put sprinkler systems in, which, okay, great. I don't want my stuff being you know caught on fire. But at the same time, it was like we were in the middle of things and we didn't have time to move things. And here's the cool part. Once we told them this, they actually got movers to move our stuff. And there was a little bit of a trust factor there, but they went ahead and moved it to a similar facility. And I don't know if we were doing a local, I think we did a local owner. Oh, no, no. With that one, it was a public storage unit. Yeah. So you can look them up online. Uh, they they have different brands of, of storage units, and we're not a promoter of, of any of them. But I would tell you this, though, just make sure that for the longevity and, and, and try to look out for uh, if you if you think you're only going to have your stuff there for a year, just plan two. budget yourself two years just to be safe and say, OK, is this affordable for me? Am I going to have enough time after I move to then reconstitute everything I have in this storage unit back into my home? What do I need to give up? What do I need to let go? These are the questions that you need to ask because in the end, it's just stuff, right? I mean, it's not, you can't take it with you as the saying goes, right? Like when you go into the great beyond, it's it's not really those things that hold value. It's the things that the connections that you have to your family and your loved ones and, and the memories that you create in your home. Those are far more important. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. I, I, I love to keep certain memorabilia, certain uh, family artifacts, certain, you know, things. You have to be selective, though. So just, I'm just giving you that as a personal thing that I that I've kind of struggled with as well. So just know that you have to figure out where you're going to put your stuff. 
I feel like there's a comedian thing about stuff. Now that I'm saying that, I can't remember where it's from, but you, you guys might remember something about you need a place for your stuff. And I can't remember that. But anyway, so I'm getting off topic. But the point is, storage units are the best place to keep your stuff while you're doing it for sale by owner if you don't have room at your current home. This could be true if you have a condo that doesn't have a garage. Now, if you have a condo that has a garage, great. Uh, See if you can do that. If you have too much stuff, maybe time to declutter. Donate it. Go to Goodwill. These are all good steps. Now, I want to say this because I did allude to this in the beginning, and I might have said this in the intro. If not, I do want to say that there's a way of getting discounts from storage units. And the way you do it is by saying this. I was offered a deal at X. Now, Obviously, you would have to have got a deal at X. So whatever storage units you look around, if you say the one that was, say, 15 miles down the road, if they gave you a a, a quote that was, say, $20 cheaper or even $50 cheaper, a lot of the times, the one that's closer to you that may be a little bit more expensive, they may offer that same discount, but only for a limited time or maybe to the duration. Keep in mind, a lot of these storage units, a lot of times they'll raise your rent within a, a year. And it's frustrating, I know, but that, that has happened to us. So just know that when you go in, you can suggest, you can ask for a, a, what, I, what they call a competitive rate and say, hey, I just got a quote of the storage unit down the street and they gave it to me for this. Do you, can you guys meet that? And you know what? they may very well meet it. So it's it doesn't hurt to ask. And so I want to give that to you because this is a way, if you never even have thought about that, that, that could even be an option. It, it never hurts to ask. They can always say no, and then you're no different than where you were to begin with. And then you still have to ask answer the question, well, gosh, do I want to stay here? You know, do I want to stay at this storage unit that's maybe only a mile or two down from my home Or do I want to drive five extra miles to save 20 bucks a month? I can't answer that question for you with the gas, the traffic, the frustration. I don't know. For me, I I like to be closer, but it may be different for you. So you have to answer that question yourself. So bottom line, if I can summarize, storage units, good. Garage units, great. If you can use your own garage, even better, as long as you don't take up your whole garage. And then, like I said, Potential buyers are forgiving if you have to use your garage. So don't be all thrown apart by that. Just know that when the sale comes, you're going to have to either have a new home, if you have a new home that you already purchased, to move your stuff in. But if you have a storage unit, you're already set. You can just go to your new home, move in, and then over time, move your stuff out of that storage unit and then close it up. Uh, stop the stop the rent that you're paying for that and and you'll be all moved and all set. So I know that was kind of a long-winded way about talking about storage units when dealing with your FISBO properties, but I think that when you sell your home for sale by owner, you're going to have a little bit of an extra cushion from the, all the money and commissions that you saved, which will justify spending $175, $150, $200, whatever the case may be. You may have that extra money to spend, but like with anything, you have to budget it out, right? So just be careful, just be smart about it and plan it out. And I think you'll have no problem. Hey, well, this is uh, this is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more information, you can reach us at fisbosmarts.com. That's F-S-B-O smarts.com. 
All right. Well, until next time, this is Steve Klein saying become Fizbo Spark and save thousands of dollars on your next home sale. And I'll see you in the next episode.